Hello and welcome back. Uh, apologies to the daily listeners out there. I have taken a couple days hiatus on account of some travels outside of the country. Um, I had tried to record enough episodes that I could release them ahead of time so that they would still be released daily and there would be no break. But I was not able to get all of that accomplished ahead of time. Um, additionally, I had some other health issues that we'll uh, discuss a little bit more in detail um, in the next episode of Sheep Among Wolves. But uh, without further ado, we're going to get back on track with our Bible reading program with Day 36. And today we are starting with Exodus 21, 22 through Exodus 23, 13. Now, if people struggle with each other and strike a pregnant woman so that she gives birth prematurely, but there is no injury, the guilty person shall certainly be fined as the woman's husband may demand of him, and he shall pay as the judges decide. But if there is any further injury, then you shall appoint as a penalty life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, Burn for burn, wound for wound, bruise for bruise. And if someone strikes the eye of his male or female slave and destroys it, he shall let the slave go free on account of the eye. And if he knocks out a tooth of his male or female slave, he shall let the slave go free on account of the tooth. Now if an ox gores a man or woman to death, the ox shall be certainly stoned, and its flesh shall not be eaten, but the owner of the ox shall go unpunished. If, however, an ox was previously in the habit of goring and its owner has been warned, yet he does not confine it, and it kills a man or woman, the ox shall be stoned and its owner shall also be put to death. If a ransom is demanded of him, then he shall give for the redemption of his life whatever is demanded of him. Whether it gores a son or a daughter, it shall be done to him according to the same rule. If the ox gores a male or female slave, the owner shall give his or her master thirty shekels of silver, and the ox shall be stoned. Now, if someone opens a pit, or digs a pit and does not cover it, and an ox or a donkey falls into it, the owner of the pit shall make restitution. He shall give money to its owner, and the dead animal shall become his. And if someone's ox injures another's ox so that it dies, then they shall sell the live ox and divide its proceeds equally. And they shall also divide the dead ox. Or if it is known that the ox was previously in the habit of goring, yet its owner has not confined it, he must make restitution ox for ox, and the dead animal shall become his. If someone steals an ox or a sheep and slaughters it or sells it, he shall pay five oxen for the ox and four sheep for the sheep. If the thief is caught while breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there will be no guilt for bloodshed on his account. If the sun has risen on him, there will be guilt for bloodshed on his account. A thief shall certainly make restitution. If he owns nothing, then he shall be sold for his theft. 
if what he stole is actually found alive in his possession, whether an ox or a donkey or a sheep, he shall pay double. If someone lets a field or vineyard be grazed bare and lets his animal loose so that it grazes in another person's field, he shall make restitution from the best of his own field and the best of his own vineyard. If a fire breaks out and spreads to thorn bushes and stacked grain or the standing grain or the field itself is consumed, the one who started the fire must make restitution. If someone gives his neighbor money or goods to keep for him and it is stolen from the neighbor's house, if the thief is caught, then the thief shall pay double. If the thief is not caught, then the owner of the house shall appear before the judges to determine whether he laid hands on his neighbor's property. For every breach of trust, whether it is for an ox, for donkey, for sheep, for clothing, or for any lost thing about which one says, this is it, the case of both parties shall come before the judges. He whom the judges condemn shall pay double to his neighbor. If someone gives his neighbor a donkey, an ox, a sheep, or any animal to keep for him, and it dies or is injured or is driven away while no one is looking, an oath before the Lord shall be taken by the two of them that he has not laid a hand on his neighbor's property, and its owner shall accept it, and he shall not be compelled to make restitution. But if it is actually stolen from him, he shall make restitution to its owner. If it is all torn to pieces, have him bring it as evidence. He shall not be compelled to make restitution for what has been torn to pieces. And if someone borrows an animal from his neighbor, and it is injured or dies while its owner is not with it, he shall make full restitution. If its owner is with it, the borrower shall not be compelled to make restitution. If it is hired, it came by its hire. If a man seduces a virgin who is not betrothed and sleeps with her, he must pay a dowry for her to be his wife. If her father absolutely refuses to give her to him, he shall pay money equal to the dowry for virgins. You shall not allow a sorceress to live. Whoever has sexual intercourse with an animal must be put to death. He who sacrifices to any god other than the Lord alone shall be utterly destroyed. You shall not oppress a stranger nor torment him, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall not oppress any widow or orphan. If you oppress him at all, and if he does cry out to me, I will assuredly hear his cry, and my anger will be kindled, and I will kill you with the sword, and your wives shall become widows, and your children fatherless. If I lend money to my people, to the poor among you, you are not to act as a creditor to him. You shall not charge him interest. If you ever seize your neighbor's cloak as a pledge, you are to return it to him before the sun sets, for that is his only covering. It is his cloak for his body. What else is he to sleep in? And it will come about that when he cries out to me, I will listen to him, for I am gracious. You shall not curse God, nor curse a ruler of your people. You shall not hold back the offering from your entire harvest and your wine. The firstborn of your sons you shall give to me. You shall do the same with your oxen and with your sheep. It shall be with its mother for seven days. 
On the eighth day you shall give it to me. You shall be holy people to me. Therefore you shall not eat any flesh torn to pieces in the field. You shall throw it to the dogs. You shall not give a false report. Do not join your hand with a wicked person to be a malicious witness. You shall not follow the crowd in doing evil, nor shall you testify in a dispute so as to join together with a crowd in order to pervert justice, nor shall you show favor to a poor person in his dispute. If you encounter your enemy's ox or his donkey wandering away, you must return it to him. If you see the donkey of the one who hates you lying helpless under its load, you shall not leave it helpless for its owner. You must arrange the load with him. You shall not pervert the justice due to your needy brother in his dispute. Keep far from a false charge, and do not kill the innocent or the righteous, for I will not acquit the guilty. You shall not take a bribe, for a bribe blinds the clear-sighted and subverts the cause of the just. You shall not oppress a stranger, since you yourselves know the feelings of a stranger, for you were also strangers in the land of Egypt. Now you shall sow your land for six years, and gather in its yield. But in the seventh year you shall let it rest and lie uncultivated, so that the needy of your people may eat, and whatever they leave the animal of the field may eat. You are to do the same with your vineyard and your olive grove. For six days you are to work, but on the seventh day you shall cease from labor, so that your ox and your donkey may rest, and the son of your female slave, as well as the stranger residing with you, may refresh themselves. Now concerning everything which I have said to you, be careful, and do not mention the name of other gods, nor let them be heard from your mouth. Mark 8 In those days, when there was again a large crowd, and they had nothing to eat, Jesus summoned his disciples and said to them, I feel compassion for the people, because they have remained with me for three days already, and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their homes, they will faint on the way, and some of them have come a great distance. And his disciples replied to him, Where will anyone be able to find enough bread here in this desolate place to satisfy these people? And he was asking them, How many loaves do you have? And they said, Seven. And he directed the people to recline on the ground, and taking the seven loaves, he gave thanks and broke them, and started giving them to his disciples to serve, and they served them to the people. They also had a few small fish, and after he had blessed them, he told the disciples to serve these as well. And they ate and were satisfied, and they picked up seven large baskets full of what was left over of the broken pieces. About four thousand men were there, and he dismissed them. And immediately he got into the boat with his disciples and came to the region of Dalmanutha. And the Pharisees came out, and began to argue with him, demanding from him a sign from heaven to test him. Sighing deeply in his spirit, he said, Why does this generation demand a sign? Truly I say to you, no sign will be given to this generation. And leaving them, he again embarked and went away to the other side. And the disciples had forgotten to take bread, 
and did not have more than one loaf in the boat with them. And he was giving orders to them, saying, Watch out! Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, and the leaven of Herod. And they began to discuss with one another the fact that they had no bread. And Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet comprehend or understand? Do you still have your heart hardened? Having eyes do you not see? And having ears do you not hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand? How many baskets full of broken pieces you picked up? They said to him, Twelve. When I broke the seven for the four thousand, how many large baskets full of broken pieces did you pick up? And they said to him, Seven. And he was saying to them, Do you not yet understand? And they came to Bethsaida. And some people brought a man who was blind to Jesus, and begged him to touch him. Taking the man who was blind by the hand, he brought him out of the village. And after spitting in his eye, and laying his hands on him, he asked him, Do you see anything? And he looked up and said, I see people, for I see them like trees, walking around. Then again he laid his hands on his eyes, and he looked intently and was restored and began to see everything clearly. And he sent him to his home, saying, Do not even enter the village. Jesus went out, along with his disciples, to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way he questioned his disciples, saying to them, Who do people say that I am? They told him, saying, John the Baptist, and others say, Elijah, and others, one of the prophets. He continued questioning them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered and said to him, You are the Christ. And he warned them to tell no one about him. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed, and after three days rise from the dead. And he was stating the matter plainly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning around and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting your mind on God's purposes, but man's. And he summoned the crowd together with his disciples and said to them, If anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what does it benefit for a person to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what could a person give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of him when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels." Romans 1 Paul, a bondservant of Christ Jesus, called as an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his Son, who was born of a descendant of David according to the flesh, who was declared the Son of God 
with power according to the Spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship, to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles in behalf of his name, among whom you also are called of Jesus Christ. To all who are beloved of God in Rome, called as saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, because your faith is being proclaimed throughout the world. For God whom I serve in my spirit in the preaching of the gospel of his Son, is my witness as to how unceasingly I make mention of you, always in my prayers, requesting if, perhaps now, at the last by the will of God, I will succeed in coming to you. For I long to see you so that I may impart some spiritual gift to you, that you may be established, that is, that I may be encouraged together with you while among you, each of us by the other's faith, both yours and mine. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that often I planned to come to you, and have been prevented so far, so that I may obtain some fruit among you also, just as among the rest of the Gentiles. I am under obligation both to Greeks and to the uncultured, both to the wise and to the foolish. So, for my part, I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, but also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, But the righteous one will live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of people who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because that which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, that is, his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived being understood by what has been made, so that they are without excuse. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God, or give thanks, but became futile in their reasonings, and their senseless hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools, and they exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible mankind, of birds, four-footed animals, and crawling creatures. Therefore, God gave them up to vile impurity in the lusts of their hearts, so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. For they exchanged the truth of God for falsehood, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions, for their women exchanged natural relations for that which was contrary to nature. And likewise the men, too, abandoned natural relations with women and burned in their desire toward one another, males with males committing shameful acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God, 
God gave them up to a depraved mind, to do those things that are not proper, people having been filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, and evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unfeeling, and unmerciful. And although they know the ordinance of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. Proverbs 13.17-25 A wicked messenger falls into adversity, but a faithful messenger brings healing. Poverty and shame will come to one who neglects discipline, but one who complies with rebuke will be honored. Desire is sweet to the soul, but it is an abomination to fools to turn away from evil. One who walks with wise people will be wise, but a companion of fools will suffer harm. Adversity pursues sinners, but the righteous will be rewarded with prosperity. A good person leaves an inheritance to his grandchildren, and the wealth of a sinner is stored up for the righteous. Abundant food is in the uncultivated ground of the poor, but it is swept away by injustice. He who withholds the rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him diligently. The righteous has enough to satisfy his appetite, but the stomach of the wicked is in need. Ascribe to the Lord, sons of the mighty, Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in holy attire. The voice of the Lord is on the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon in pieces. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf, and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord divides flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth, and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, everything says, Glory. The Lord sat as king at the flood. Yes, the Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Psalm 